listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut beside my <laughs> behind my side looking for me f- behind my side. What? <laughs> behind my side looking for me for the face down with mac 11 even boom with the base down scheming and let me tell you about my life with painkillers only put me in the twilight with pretty pussy and benjamin is the highlight and i tell my mama i love her but this is what i like lord knows 20 of them in my chevy tell them all to come and get me ribbon everything i sold so my karma coming heavy and having preliminary having no preliminary hearing so i recommend motherfucking G- this is not the right lyrics no Gang can't not. stand in silence for the record uh all right hey i'm about to say to... i know the lyrics better than that yeah they somebody do not understand kendrick who wrote those <laughs> no they were just like it sounds like he said homicide right here play, but i think play, he said behind, behind my side we're not sure yeah if i listen to it one more time they still got it wrong anyway a google google voice translated that one yeah and my motherfucking gang can stand in silence for the record that's not yeah i told you google voice translate that one you know how it do it makes up his own shit tell the world i know it's too late boys and girls i think <laughs> right. i go crazy should have just did that shit off the top of the head right. anyway uh hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen. we're in the house on a tuesday kicking it old school just me and karen mm-hmm. uh and uh ready to do this thing on day 335 of bobby Schmurter's incarceration it's almost i mean we're like less than a month away from him being locked up for 365 days you know yes, what i mean like are. 30 days from now he'll officially be locked up for a whole year right that's crazy uh with no trial right no trial no bail no nothing he just sitting mm-hmm. just off the streets the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast brought to you by tweakedaudio.com tweakedaudio.com that's right those are the makers of some fine hair and crafted earbuds that go right inside of your ears and make you feel so smooth with our voices all up in there listening to podcasts going to the gym listening to music or you're on a run or anything like that you can just throw those bad boys in listen to whatever you feel like and you get some high quality sound um they aren't expensive but they're also giving you 33 percent off with our code tbgwt in the offer code box plus they give you free shipping if you use that offer code and a lifetime guarantee on your headphones so if they do break which we all know into this life a little rain must fall if it does fall they're gonna pick you back up with them brand new headphones they just send you some more and you get them in a couple days boom you're right back and you didn't miss anything buy them for your friends the holidays are coming up buy them for your aunts and uncles and all the people that you love in your life they would love to have the last pair of headphones they're ever going to have in their life mm-hmm. i think everybody would so why don't you do that tweakedaudio.com code tbgwt and uh you know get yourself some nice headphones free shipping okay 33% off lifetime guarantee i mean what what uh, what are you waiting on okay um <clears throat> all right there's all kinds of news to talk about i don't even know where to start with the news um let's see it's been a while for some of this stuff so why don't we start with this
yes when my social justice warriors at let's do this let's do it sir <clears throat> a utah judge has ordered a baby to be removed from the foster home of her potential adoptive parents because the couple the couple caring for her is gay word april hoagland and becky pierce were shocked when judge scott johansson ruled the little girl could not stay with them because she had seen i mean because he had seen some research indicating children with lgbt parents don't do as well as those with heterosexual parents what the fuck mm-hmm. um he hogland called it heartbreaking we've been told to care for our child like a mother would and i'm her mother she told KUTV that who knows uh and she just that's who she knows and she's just going to be taken away in seven days it's just not fair and it's not right and it just hurts me really badly because i haven't done anything wrong right they're not abusing the child the child is in good hand in fact shit they start more than some than some straight people they got two you know how many people do it with just one and who decided that kids do worse who did that research because we all know sometimes the research can be a little less than scientific in these areas right depending on who's putting the studies when it's certain organizations that want a certain result if 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 it's really research you know what i mean so right i would like i would need more than just to be like i saw a study from who like let's go into details right see that you would have to prove that to me and i hope this is something that they fight because like okay if you're gonna say this you need to prove with with valid facts and even and what is better and what is better who decided what is better you see what i'm saying like i would need i would need you to tell me because if the study says children are doing better but then when i go look up the study the the kids with same-sex parents get better grades or make more money eventually or something like that then i then i'm like well what are the measuring points right and what's the difference between you between this and you saying well i don't think that a child should be uh a black people should adopt a child or mixed race couple should adopt a child they're straight now but a straight couple uh have the ability to adopt a child because i read a study that said that children that adopted by black parents do less or children that are adopted by interracial parents do less what's the difference it's still discrimination mm-hmm. and uh two utah mothers who are married say a judge is taking away their foster child because they're gay the judge said the baby would be better off with a heterosexual couple. Christina Flores live with more on the story. Where did this happen, Christina? Well, this decision was made in a courtroom in Price, which is in Carbon County. The foster mothers in this case say they are heartbroken. The judge has ordered that their foster child will be removed from their home in seven days. I was kind of caught off guard because I didn't think anything like that would happen anymore. Becky Pierce and her wife April Hoagland are stunned. Judge Scott Johansson said he wants their foster child removed and sent to another home with heterosexual foster parents. Heartbreaking because we've been told to care for this child like a mother would and I am her mother. I mean that's who she knows and She's just going to be taken away in seven days um, to another probably good loving home. But it's just, it's not fair and it's not right. And it just hurts me really badly because I haven't done anything wrong. The women who are legally married want to adopt the baby and give their older children a little sibling. She's grown so much. She's happy. But Judge Johansson has a different view. 
I believe it's a religious belief. And he said through his research, he um, had found out that um, kids in homosexual homes don't do as well as they do in heterosexual homes. And when they asked to show his research, he would not. Brent Platt heads Utah's Division of Child and... Now, see, that is my big problem. Mm Mm-hmm. What? So was there any research then? No. Or did you just fucking decide that right. you didn't like it? Right. According to the talks I had with my church, you know what I mean? That's not research. Family Services, which approved Becky and April as foster parents. He said his agency has to follow the judge's order, but he wants his attorneys to review it before his caseworkers have to remove the baby. On the one hand, I'm not going to expect my caseworkers to violate a court order. But on the other hand, I'm not going to expect my caseworkers to violate the law. We just want our baby that we love. That's it. All right. Yes, uh, according to the research that I did uh, in several forms of pornography where there was lots of gay sex happening, uh, I didn't see any children. So I would have to say children are not doing very well in those environments. Ah, that nonsense. They're, they're never around when there's clitoris licking and things of this nature. <laughs> they're not around when straight people fucking know they should be in the room. Now, the- R-, R. Kelly had several children in his films biological mother of the foster child is on the side of Becky and April. In fact, I spoke to her attorney and she told me that they're going to appeal the judge's decision. The biological mother wants the child to stay in Becky and April's home. So the two mothers are now looking for an attorney so that they can appeal their decision. And by the way, Mark and Shauna, I did try to contact the judge today, but judicial code prevents him from speaking on a case that is pending. Back to you. Mm -hmm. All right. You better not get out there and say no dumb shit. Now, that was a while ago. I believe today, actually, this happened. Um, Let's see what I can get this In the fight for their family, this Carbon County couple won an important battle. Tuesday is not going to be a daunting day. It'll just be any other day. And I'm just very grateful that um, the judge has decided to not take her out of our home today. Three days after demanding a nine-month-old foster child be removed from... Karen, what did you say? Because he didn't legally have a fucking leg to stand on, and he knew it when he said it. Mm. They're out of our home today. Three days after demanding a nine-month-old foster child be removed from the home of this lesbian couple, juvenile court judge Scott Johansson reversed his decision. The uh, judicial system is getting it right. It made a mistake a couple days ago, and today... It corrected that mistake. When the judge gave the Division of Child and Family Services a week to remove the child and place her in the home of a heterosexual couple, April Hoagland and Becky Pierce were overwhelmed with a wide range of emotions. To be honest, I was angry and just thinking about what what are we going to do next. April was mostly emotional and upset, so heartbreaking. And in the days that followed, the couple has been equally overwhelmed by the support they've received. It's definitely nice to know we have not only our community behind us, but the nation. Describing themselves as people who don't like attention, the couple has been shocked to see their story make national headlines. But they also say they did what they needed to do to fight for their family, a fact that will not be lost on their baby girl. We were actually talking about that earlier, and we're probably going to make a scrapbook of all this so that she knows how important she truly is. Yeah, and, and a lot of that boils down to no fucking mistake. Somebody got a hold of his ass and be like, you know what? We're going to have problems if you don't change your decision. And he changed his decision with no mistake. 
right you know with no errors made it was never <clears throat> it was never on a legal basis right and he knew that and for the fact that they grab lawyers and shit like that you know is 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 one of those things where uh just like black people and brown people in general uh people who are the minority majority tend to have a tendency to forget that people can and will and do fight sometimes and when you fight they don't expect that and they didn't expect them to fight they just expected them to sit down and cry and they come swoop them children along which probably would have happened if they hadn't fought and they just would have lost that child but for the fact that this made national news and somebody got a hold of him like hey we don't want glad fucking down here protesting every day in front of the offices because you want to be ignorant yeah you do have to wonder how many of these stories don't get the sympathy at large uh you know whether it's different varying factors like location race of the parents mm-hmm. uh whether it's male instead of female right uh you do have to wonder if there's a lot of cases like this where judges are just like arbitrarily saying i don't want this uh child in your care mm-hmm. and nobody's coming to help you know Nobody. the news doesn't shame them and it's just kind of like it just goes right right now and that's the sad part because if these was two males a lot of more uh, they would have gotten support but it's been one of those things where you know a lot of people they don't mind two women but two males they're not trying to hear no butt fucking so it's just one of those things where people just angry and upset and like nah I don't, I don't have time to support males but it but but what's the difference it doesn't make a difference if you have two loving and caring parents no matter who they are that's where i want the child to be because there's too many people that are straight to have kids and don't give a fuck about their children if you are a person and you care and you want to adopt a child i see nothing legally wrong with them being allowed to a uh, man is charged in the shooting death of zella ziona amid a year of increased anti-trans violence uh maryland County police are charged a local man with first degree murder for the shooting death of a transgender woman, transgender woman of color. Mm-hmm. Zella Ziona, 21, of Montgomery Village, was shot in the head in an alley behind the Gaithersburg laundromat Thursday at approximately 5.50 p.m., the Guardian reports. A police statement notes that she was shot multiple times. Goddamn. Yeah, that sounds like a crime of passion. Ziona was pronounced dead at the hospital hours later. A witness told a D.C. area ABC News affiliate that he saw a group of four or five te- of of five teenagers around Ziona and an argument reportedly ensued and that's when one of the young people reached for their gun and fired authorities arrested rico hector leblonde 20 years old of germantown um friday and charged him in connection with Ziona's killing uh the attack is not random montgomery county police captain paul starks told the guardian suggesting that police might investigate the case as a hate crime maryland is one of only 16 states with hate crime legislation that protects residents on the basis of their actual or perceived gender identity good that ought to be nationwide zella ziona who the guardian says was misgendered and misidentified in earlier reports that which is like a staple oh, of being man. transgender is this 22nd transgender or gender non-conforming person were killed in 2015 according to the national coalition of anti-violence programs this count marks an increase over the previous year as the ncavp once documented 20 reported homicides of trans or gender non-conforming people in 2014 trans women of color like ziona are disproportionately the victims of lgbtq and hiv affected hate violence per the ncav's 2014 report and this is just off of their reports this is not probably the, the real numbers yeah because people like said people are mislabeled and and and, and miss um their gender is not on, on there correctly so a lot of people they probably can't even find statistics on right 
um yeah so it's just you know uh at least they caught him the uh, the thing i heard was that <clears throat> this was over the fact that people found out that he slept with her and that's why his friends were there and shit and it was it was like a what they call like trans panic which is basically just transphobia like response like i'm gonna kill this person because everybody knows what's going on um yeah they said there was a simmering dispute that escalated between the two i only saw one gun it just happened so fast it was kind of scary a witness who refused to be identified told wjla the witness also claimed i've seen a man arguing with ziona as well as uh confrontation with a group of people who appear to be trans uh teenagers i blew my horn stayed on my horn long enough to get his attention then he looked up and took off running uh said another witness who was identified only as joe uh so yeah that's you know that's crazy man just and and hateful um let's see let's do some more of this news this crazy hateful boy george claims he slept with the singer prince leaving the audience in shock <laughs> the voice newcomer boy george made the jaw-dropping claim that he had slept jaw-dropping claim that he had slept with u.s singer prince according to a report a source told the sun that the star's comments sent the audience absolutely wild forcing the producers to hit the panic button and have the production in a desperate bid to restore calm yes and they was like you you better clear this bitch because we don't want no problems with princess people yeah even if it's true fuck that we don't want no problems with prince sitting on his throne uh his red throne alongside will i am kaiser chief's front man uh, kaiser chief's front man ricky wilson and a singer paloma faith a discussion ignited between the foursome about who they had collaborated with 54 year old boasted i have duetted with some of the greatest soul singers in history including Luther vandross and Smokey robinson in true competitive style of pitching to the singer on stage paloma reportedly replied well okay if we're throwing big soul names in there out there i perform with prince the stone cold sober singer surely had it in the bag that was until london-born singer soul writer boy george quipped forget that darling i've slept with prince <laughs> this single comment sent shockwaves around the studio source claim we just couldn't believe what had come out of his mouth and the guys in the gallery were beside themselves uh meanwhile other george judges especially will i am thought it was a brilliant comeback and kept high-fiving them the source added production staff had to come up on stage to speak to them after that boy george started backtracking saying he hadn't really slept with prince and that in reality he just had his poster on his wall Mm-mm. i know i mm-hmm. believe that first story i believe he was telling the truth and bragging and they was like nope no 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 Mm-mm. we don't give a fuck we don't not want them problems with prince and his people Mm-hmm. uh so yeah man um we'll see what happens with that but uh mm-hmm. i think it's true i guess they come and go um 
a trailblazing little boy is in the first little boy ever in a barbie commercial for the first time cool that's right uh typically these commercials have little girls in them yes they do playing with barbies mm-hmm. and uh for the first time ever there's a little boy in it let me see she's the most mosquito barbie ever Yo, this little <laughs> yo, <laughs> this little boy. Hey, he got a mohawk. Um, Go yo, on. go ahead, little boy. Uh, now, okay, now here's my question: Do is a little boy like? Cause like it's such a young age to have these kids out here. Do you think it matters if the little boy is gay, or do you think they just got a kid because they were like we're casting a gay? acting little boy like we just want to cast a boy that plays with barbies or do you think this is all acting that it's funny but at that age all jokes are, it's kind of hard to say if it was an adult you could say okay you did a casting call all jokes aside but with children you really don't know not not unless you see how they you know promote it because the there commercial, are some right because there are some kids where you're like oh that little kid is gay and you're like that the kid is young as fuck, but you're like, yeah, yeah, that little boy is gay, or that little right. girl, whatever. And, and I've seen little, that before. Right, this little kid, like, look, I want that money. Yeah. So I want, yeah, I wonder, like, do your parents say, like, look, look, Johnny, you, daddy need to eat. Daddy needs some new shoes. <laughs> right. You better, you, you, you better. get in there, you gonna get your hair cut, and you gonna, you about to sass it up, boy. Right. You better rock that Barbie. Right. You put that goddamn baseball glove down, and you get in there and shake it. Cause you know, you know, like child acting is a is a Woo. pretty dicey uh, yeah. club. Yeah, they were like, mm, you better you better get it, you better get in there, swing that hand, and go about your business. Yeah. Oh uh, man, I gotta watch this again. Oh, they got a black Barbie on the low here. They slid yeah, in here. Yeah, they do. Little Beyonce Barbie. Put <laughs> that little purse on her too, like a boss. Get it, dog. I love you, Barbie. Oh, that natural hair is beautiful. It's for you, Mosquito Barbie. Mosquito Barbie doll, fabulosity totally included. Oh my God, I can't wait to see the people so mad at that. Yes, and that little girl with her natural hair all over her head. That was beautiful. Oh man, the parents that are going to be calling up. I ain't never heard of no mosquito Barbie. How many letters is Mattel going to get? Oh, tons well, of them. Who, who makes that? Who makes Barbie? Hasbro? I don't yeah, know who makes it. Hasbro. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Hasbro about to get all the letters. All the letters. Mm-hmm. Mm. They about to be like, what you gonna have next gay barbers you know what that's not a bad idea what kind of social justice warrior listen this is what i'm saying if we're gonna have this destructive body image stereotypes that are barbie why don't we just lay those burdens on little boys too you know what i'm saying just throw that out there just <laughs> let's get everybody, everybody jealous of the impossible body stereotype and some about a big point that's a big ass phone barbie had mm-hmm yeah, Barbie wasn't fucking around. Yeah, she had that 1980s phone. Yeah. They need, they need to give her an iPhone. Barbie couldn't get no. IPhone. She, she couldn't get no Android. Oh. That was like, mm, 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 mm. no, we, we can do the first generation of phones. Barbie out here with the Nokia brick and shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that fucking had an antenna. Who has an antenna on their phone anymore? 
oh man um let's see what about this one uh oh yeah i like this one a glad study finds lgbt representation on tv is up good but lacking diversity i agree uh transparent man won five emmys this year but lgbt representation on television still has a long way to go mm-hmm. by the way i tried watching transparent got about three episodes in i don't know that i'm over this or not in my life i can't tell to be honest but no black people so I just, it was like two black people in that shit and they were both like you know like i think her black trainer of one of the daughters who of course she was fucking um you know on some weird like i don't know it just felt like this odd exhibition of like lust for the black male type thing like it wasn't a serious relationship um but it's supposed to be like oh isn't it so hot she's fucking these strong black dudes and i was like you know what man i'm out not like it, it might be a great series it might push one agenda forward or it might have um but it wasn't that funny to me and then you throw that in and i just felt like the unbearable bleak whiteness of this show just makes it not worth it's not very interesting you know what and 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 for everybody is different everybody has a different lines that they draw uh when it comes to television and tv and movies and all that stuff and i don't you know everybody has their lines in different places but for me a lot of times i do have a tendency to want shows that i watch to be diversified um to have minorities somewhere in the picture um and i've watched all white shows that's what most people watched growing up because you didn't have no other option but now with uh so many television shows uh doing such a great job with um being aware of diversity and purposefully putting people uh, uh of color or brown people regardless of, of the nationality into these shows like they're part and they're not writing them bad you know that they're, they're not doing the stereotype shit you know we're, we're having more it could be better don't get me wrong but we're having more brown people uh come on the show like fresh off the boat is a great example uh, when was the last time you had a, like an Asian family presented in, in any type of manner, like a whole family like that, like in American history. And so it's just one of those things where for me, uh, diversity matters. Mm-hmm. And so it's particularly being black and brown diversity matters even more. And I have a tendency, depending on the show and how it's pitched to me, if I look at the commercials and it's all white or they're talking about some shit that I go, eh, I don't care about, I will normally opt out because I'm like, okay, this is some white shit. And I get white shit all the time in my life. I can opt out. It's okay. Uh, the next uh, white show will come along and take its place. Yeah. Um, so the organization, GLAD, released a study where we are on TV report on Tuesday, which analyzes diversity during the 2015-2016 broadcast of cable season the report found that the number of lgbt characters on cable increased from 64 to 84 and their broadcast features four percent lgbt characters 35 out of 881 series regular roles for the first time glad also included streaming services like uh who amazon hulu and netflix which boasts 43 series regulars and 16 recurring lgbt characters across only 23 series yeah um which is kind of sad but like it's cool that those 
shows are getting so much success and critical acclaim but it sucks that they've been relegated to the internet only platforms Mm -hmm. and that that's kind of what they have to bank on because we're just never going to see something like since eight on hbo or on abc or uh whatnot even though you know since eight was possibly my favorite thing i watched this year like it's really close to daredevil but possibly my favorite thing i've watched on uh period is since eight and that and it's so full of just like like first of all the acting is great but and the story is telling is great i mean that's what the wachowskis need to be doing is more shit like that less movies but um it's also just this really like cool like genre bending and then gender and and race and all this other stuff bending series and yeah it's it it's it's sad that it's relegated to just like netflix because you know the first thing i one of the reasons i liked it is because i was like i've never seen anything like this before and i've never seen anything like this before done so well there's no reason amc couldn't do it they just they probably were like yeah we don't we don't want to do that that and also i and i think for me as much I think that with the internet, with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and all these things, bringing up their own content and satisfying an audience that, like you said, they do numbers and statistics. In fact, I think that they actually keep better numbers and statistics than your traditional television. Because the thing about it, as much as people say, which majority of the people that watch TV, period, especially standard TV, are white, Mm -hmm. um, they will watch things that are diverse, but you've got to put it out there. And I think they're so scared and so afraid to offend this particular audience that everybody will just run away from race or either you'll have black people, but you won't have them as the main people or the main love interest, or you won't have them, uh, uh, written right or, or, or written true to, uh the 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 character of whatever you're trying to portray and i think that uh this will change because a lot of people are clipping cable and they're going to this internet only shit and everybody's noticing this everybody is noticing this so you're gonna have to satisfy this audience because eventually enough people are gonna leave and they're not gonna come back you know because a lot of people even white people uh they want diverse shit too they want more lgbtq they want more um people of different uh backgrounds and sexuality like they have a a a craving for this too and if you are a person that's open-minded to that you standard television a lot of times just does not cut it in many ways like what was it we watched um into the badlands and it had uh um an asian that had a love interest that wasn't a white woman that's a rarity um and it's just like that's shit that i pay attention to but it didn't affect the storyline like to me a good story regardless of who plays the race or what gender that person is if your story is good it will stand alone i don't know why people don't understand this concept yeah a lot of shows do a good job with it i'm just surprised that i just feel like streaming is doing so much better of a job and getting such a higher percentage because they are just banking on underserved audiences coming that way that and they don't have the same restrictions what restrictions Hmm. what restrictions there's no there's nothing i'm I'm telling you i watched all of sense eight there's nothing on sense eight that couldn't be done on amc or hbo 
or cinemax or fucking any of these like the only thing it couldn't be done on is like abc or something like that but then you got other shows that could be yeah, on there yeah so it's, it's not a restriction thing that's a cop-out um anyway um and it wouldn't surprise me if some of these shows were presented to them and they was like nope maybe streaming series also have the highest percentage of trans characters at seven percent with two of the four roles on streaming shows being series leads glad found that cable uh featured only three recurring trans characters while broadcast featured none none um and as far as um as far as uh being presented to other people i know netflix went out and got people they were like getting the wachowski um siblings you know where one of them is trans mm-hmm. you can tell when you watch series when you watch since eight you're like oh this is from somebody that has experienced some of the some of the trauma and had to live this life right so they relate to it better like it's just not like it doesn't feel like when um someone outside of a uh experience is trying to explain that experience not that i'm against that a lot Mm -hmm. of times it can be well done yes it can but sometimes you're like oh this isn't well done because when you look at who's trying to explain it they just don't know what the fuck they're talking about and they didn't get any help like it's okay whether it's help or not they just don't know what the fuck they're talking about because at the end of the day the person that makes the decision is still that person so you can go get help you can get help it doesn't mean you're gonna listen to him <laughs> right. adam sandler went and got help for his movie about the um the the whether the native american people walked off the set he had he had a, a person there for cultural diversity and to be care. sensitive and he was just like yeah at the end of the day fuck it it's a joke i do what i want to do so so yeah it's not just having help sometimes it's just having the will to uh you know sometimes it's like uh, you don't have the experience to know what the fuck you're talking about True. so it's a lot of conjecture and it comes off so that way a lot of shows when they deal with racial issues you can tell you're like oh a white person wrote this so they figure that right. that the black person has to be wrong and the white person has to be wrong and then they'll meet somewhere in the middle because there's no situation where a white person's just wrong and the black person didn't do anything wrong <laughs> come on now. it has to be well you're being super sensitive well you're being racist oh we both went too far right um but while lgbt representation is slightly up there's a stark like lack of diversity overall racial diversity did increase six points from last year but it's still at only 33 percent for broadcast series this year 16 percent of characters are black 145 total making it the highest number of black characters on broadcast glad has ever counted however uh, uh, so i mean uh, not on tv i mean on spreecast oh okay all right give me one second here you made it longer than normal keep forgetting to reset this computer uh remind me did that i put up the show i will all right um so yeah da, 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 da. yeah this year 16 percent of characters were are black 145 total making it the highest number of black characters on broadcast glad has ever counted however only 59 of those characters are women uh the overall representation of women rose up 43 percent of regular characters on broadcast shows so while it increased for women in general on on broadcast shows it did not increase for lgbt uh q women this is a three-point increase from last year but it is still an underrepresentation of the country which is a 51 percent female check out uh oh and they have a link to their favorite gay characters below but uh i mean yeah i'm glad that there's progress but uh yeah man you know we would like to see some diversity up in that Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with spreading it out a little further 
give mm-hmm. it you know can't let's not just go give it to just hey let's get white 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 gay people give them a shot and then we'll work our way down to black people as, as always yep um <clears throat> all right let's talk about news in general there's other news going on um a study finds that up to 240,000 texas women have tried to self-induce abortions and gop lawmakers are to blame yep just because you tell people they can't have abortions does not mean if they don't want that child they will do it by any means necessary do they not know history they will find women's dead women dead in alleys for using coat hangers they will have doctors charging women ridiculous prices to to and, and to so they can be uh in in fucking shacks unsanitary as shit to do abortions just allow people to do abortions and leave them alone i don't want a dead woman and i it is this is the thing i i i i want people to do it if they choose to do it safe that's mm-hmm. all i want you to be safe i don't want you doing it in nasty conditions unhealthy conditions unsanitary conditions people taking your money and a lot of times they will talk at the poor or or, or a lot of times uh depending on the situation women with money because they are the ones a lot of times they could afford it the women that can't afford it a lot of times use other means so it's just one of those things where you cannot stop human behavior people are going to fuck get over that people get over it get over it a texas policy evaluation project uh text pep i guess uh studied re- study released on tuesday asserted that nearly a quarter million women in the state may have had have induced abortions themselves because of onerous restrictions that lawmakers have put on re- reproductive choice right. the study which was based in the university of texas at austin found that between 100,000 and 240,000 women Come back. wow again wow okay uh give me a second i don't know what's going on today yeah just happened uh that was quick uh all right let me get back on screen and all right cool um so yeah uh had performed self-induced abortions in texas over the past five years according to the study the advent of onerous legislation imposing restriction on legal abortion access and availability of abortion drugs largely from mexico had combined to make self-induced abortions in texas less rare than most u.s states other methods reported by those who knew someone who had attempted self-induced in, in, included herbs and homeopathic remedies getting hit or punched in the abdomen using alcohol or illicit drugs or taking hormonal pills mm-hmm. several restrictive abortion laws have been imposed in texas in the past decade and three provisions of the hb2 one of the most restrictive abortion laws in the country went into effect in 2013 latina women living in country uh counties bordering mexico and women who found it difficult to obtain reproductive services were the two groups most likely to attempt a self-induced abortion mm-hmm. over half of the facility well after, especially after they started checking like people's immigration status right they would go in there and next thing you know you're fucking getting arrested right um over half of facilities providing abortion care in texas have closed since 2013 due to the omnibus law bill known as uh hb2 uh in the final portion of hb2 if the final portion of hb2 goes into effect requiring all facilities to provide uh providing abortions to meet the standards of ambulatory surgical centers the number of facilities will be reduced for reduced from 18 to 10 
given that the populations we found to be most familiar with abortion self-induction are among those who have been mostly most directly affected by the closure of abortion clinics in the state we suspect the abortion self-induction will increase as clinic-based care becomes more difficult to access mm-hmm. yeah they start closing them down so you have these rural parts of the of, of, of the of the state where it's just one within you know 35 40 miles now and and, and some states require that you um get an ultrasound so for some women you have to take fucking two to three days off because you have to travel to it which is the first thing especially if you don't live in a larger city and then you have to do the ultrasound you have to wait 24 to 48 48 hours and then you have to go back to fucking get an abortion which is a goddamn waste of fucking time Mm-hmm. people i don't know why people act like this is you uh uh uh, uh deciding to have an abortion is like picking a pack of bubble gum it is not an easy decision to make yep um uh texas pep co investigator dr daniel grossman said on tuesday that it was a diff- that it was difficult to deny the link between the laws designed to restrict abortions and increase in self-induced abortions this is the latest body of evidence demonstrating the negative implication of laws like hb2 that pretend to protect women but in reality place them and particularly women of color and economically disadvantaged women at significant risk right Two hundred forty thousand in five years wow and that number will increase but it's funny though how everybody you know a lot of republicans go you know your rights to have this and your rights to have this what about my right to have a goddamn abortion without the government telling me what to do because y'all all about the government stand out of your business right mm-hmm. but for this you want the government to be in your business which costs taxpayers money right P- people are paying for this bullshit uh let's talk about more to fall out from the paris stuff um rob lowe ripped for paris attack tweets rob lowe who you guys might know from direct tv commercials mm-hmm. he's also the star of the grinder uh but he's catching some major heat on social media he tweeted uh after the attack oh now france closes its border hashtag holland uh this is either the worst translation of an important speech ever or one of the worst he's given worst ever given hashtag holland um who's holland h-o-l-a-n-d-e i don't know what the hashtag means oh, okay. to be honest uh i guess it's the uh oh thailand is the um french uh president oh. and he was giving a speech about the state of emergency uh, wow yep um so yeah the backlash came quickly on twitter and of course he got uh you know roasted on there we'll see what happens uh you know if anything happens any further after that um so but a lot of people were like told y'all he was an asshole i was like i don't even remember anybody telling us he was an asshole i don't remember that speech Mm-mm. seemed like everybody was acting like it was okay um a med student went to the movies and got harassed because of quote unquote what happened in paris when Christian Alexander Peen walked into the AMC movie theater on 84th and Broadway in the late afternoon on Sunday to see The Martian, he had uh, he had time to kill. What? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Okay. Uh, anyway, he had time to kill before his friend showed up. Um, 
uh in with the tickets so he pulled out his phone to text friends and possibly read some reviews of the film tapping away while he waited a middle-aged white man wearing a black turtleneck approached him this guy comes up to me out of nowhere peen because he gets about a foot and a half away from me and says what are you doing here peen 28 figured he might he might have been an amc employee he replied that he was simply waiting for a friend the man raised his voice peen soon realized he was a fellow patron do you have a problem with me texting at the movie theater do you have a problem with me texting at the movie theater and that makes you suspicious of me you have no you should not let them with their bonnets be afraid of me they think they're sorry by targeting me because everyone else is texting him stop the texting you want me to stop texting why why ridiculous people are goddamn insane leave people alone yep then getting louder the man said you know what happened in paris he had an accent said peen and sounded french so at first i thought he wanted to talk about what had just happened in paris but the man quickly expressed that he felt threatened by peen a four-year medical student at mount sinai who grew up in texas he's a u.s citizen whose lineage traces to haiti and mexico uh guys like you texting and standing peen recalls the man saying it's very suspicious the man then demanded peen stop texting asking him what he was texting and mentioning he was there with his daughter at one point he reached towards peen's jacket and motioned for him to open it i was so shocked my first instinct was to reassure reassure him says peen who found himself at the center of racially charged encounters before i started to tell him i was a medical student that i'm american i'm catholic but he stopped himself if i were a law-abiding citizen of muslim faith standing there texting i'd have every right to do so in a public space he says right it struck a chord with me and made me realize so many innocent people get targeted like this every day how dare he make assumptions about me then he began radio caping the man um if he's going to make me feel this uncomfortable he's going to have to explain himself on camera peen reason he asked the man why he wanted him to stop texting and whether he peen somehow looked suspicious as seen in the video the man nods his head yes in the clip peen tells the man you shouldn't let them with their bombings in paris make you afraid of someone like me but the man cuts peen off saying better safe than sorry the exchanges continues for what peen says were agonizing 10 minutes he kept staring at me saying stop texting stop texting it came very close to assaulting me peen posted the video to facebook where it quickly got passed around and having been watched at press time more than seven thousand times next time i hope you pause and use some common sense instead of frightening everybody including your daughter and me so that you can feel safe quote unquote he wrote addressing the man who never gave his name the comments on the post have been overwhelmingly supported but yep now you can just stop brown people and be like what you doing with that phone cuz hey fucker you don't work here Mm-hmm. Yep. uh texas gop lawmaker says he wants to keep syrian refugees out of his state because it's too easy to get a gun told you man that gun shit that's not for everybody you know you see a lot of black people argue about gun rights and shit they're not talking about your ass Mm-mm. <laughs> like you lost they're talking about using it against you your, your yeah. brown ass but they ain't talking about you actually own it because i tell you right now if black people went in droves and actually used their rights and got guns the now, fucking law would change the dead guy in florida was a legal gun owner legal registered gun owner cop shot his ass right through that window of his car it don't matter that paper don't mean nothing a republican member of the texas legislator has thrown his support behind the governor banning the set- settlement of any syrian refugees in the lone star state by saying that texas laws would make it too easy for a potential terrorist to get a gun but don't what that say about your laws dog well we shouldn't change the laws we should just change the laws that allow people in our state 
according to fox 7 austin state representative tony dell sent a letter to governor greg abbott saying that the current texas laws combined with how federal government grants rights to refugees would allow the newly arrived syrians to arm themselves immediately calling it a security gap dell explained under federal law refugees granted special privileges allowing them to get a driver's license to find work easier which he believes would allow them to engage in terrorist activities so they could get a job in the airport for example they could plant something on a plane like we saw in sinai peninsula recently with the russian airline that was taken down they could board a plane legally in the united states on the matter of guns dale proposed amending texas laws along the lines of liberal california that would provide refugees with certain rights and make it harder for them to procure weapons california when they issue driver licenses to non-citizens specifically says that it is not to be used for a federal purpose not to be used for employment and that means they cannot be used to board a plane and presumably it cannot be used to purchase a gu- purchase a gun under texas law there is no waiting period and no registration or permit required when purchasing a gun a resident need only show a state issued id additionally concealed carry of a handgun requires a shall issue license which effective january 1st will allow a license holder to open carry under a recently passed law yeah i don't change the laws yeah they they have it never crossed their mind that someone that's not christian white or male would be carrying a, a weapon openly and not be a terrorist of some type mm. and they've done studies that says that uh most people from other countries that come here they don't break the laws like they they don't break the laws a lot of times they don't they don't get arrested none of that so a lot of these people's fear it just don't make sense uh spirit airlines boots four passengers for using a smartphone while looking middle eastern Everybody people were removed from a plane on its way to Chicago. The plane was at Baltimore, Washington International Thurgood Marshall Airport. It was Spirit Airlines 969. An airport spokesman says a passenger reported that another passenger may have made a comment uh, or showed unusual behavior. The flight was scheduled to leave at 6 o'clock this morning. Everyone got off the plane for a short time, went through security again. The flight is currently on its way to O'Hare, scheduled to land just after 10 a.m. We'll bring you more information as it's released. Stay with us tonight at 9 is next. You ruined my fucking flight. I don't even get to my destination. I miss my connecting flight for this bullshit. Look at two brown, man. Rex Ryan of... Look at two brown. Can't be out here doing that. Talisha Northern, an attorney from North, from North Carolina, said it was an instance of see something, say something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. see yeah. some brown say something yeah if i was one of them people i sue the fuck out of them yep no you oh oh yeah you be hearing from somebody fuck the rest of the passengers you. on spirit flight 969 were taken off the plane while all passenger baggage was rescreened by officials then they were allowed to reboard and continue on their way to chicago about four hours behind schedule right there was no threat i see there was, there was no threats to be found right which means mm-hmm. you wasted their fucking time well they were brown karen they knew what was up being brown and shit getting on planes like it's okay i mean come on that's right um an uber driver in ah great north carolina charlotte great oh i was <laughs> shit a few weeks ago i was like out of here you was like yeah they here uber yeah no i'm not saying no i'm not upset because 
uber is in charlotte no i'm saying obviously if i'm reading this something bad happened karen I mean, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't the good news section of the show this isn't the good news everybody got a goddamn 100 a charlotte uber driver said he was attacked early sunday morning by a passenger who apparently thought the driver was muslim he asked me if i was muslim i said i was not a muslim said the victim samson wilder michael i was driving and he hit me while i was driving wilder michael said he started hit. It started after he went to Park Road to pick up a passenger from a bar. He said the man gave him his home address, which was about 10 to 15 minutes away. According to Wilder Michael, the driver started, drive started out peacefully, but he said when he arrived at the drop-off location, the passenger became belligerent. He said he's going to shoot me right in the face. He's going to strangle me. Uh, well, I hope you didn't give him a five-star review. I mean, that's a one-star passenger if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Asked him why he, he was calling me too many bad word names, insulting me. He told me I was a Muslim. Walter Michael said he came to the U.S. eight years ago from Ethiopia, a country in the Horn of Africa, and that he's a Christian. He doesn't know why the passenger assumed he is a Muslim and threatened to shoot him. I told him in the first place I was not a Muslim. It's not right to generalize people and do that. The Uber driver said after the passenger threatened to kill him, he asked the man to get out of the car. According to Walter Michael, the passenger uh, refused to leave and wanted Walter Michael to get out the car. I started driving because I didn't feel safe anymore to park there. So after the driver driving around the block, he hit me in the back real hard on the forehead. Uh, oh, from the back real hard on the forehead. Fortunately, I didn't lose consciousness. I didn't pass out. He charged with one and he was beating with the other repeatedly in my head. Walter Michael said he stopped the car and started honking his horn, hoping to attract attention and get help. Said the passenger got out of the car and ran away a little bit. The driver said he then stepped out of the vehicle himself but decided to get back in. He was saying he would shoot me. He was acting like he's hiding his hand in his back. So he was acting like he was armed. Uh, Charlotte McMurray police say no arrest have been made. They're still investigating the case. I thought you had to give all this information to do Uber. I mean, there's a way to do this anonymously. People who hire Uber drivers have to pay up front with their credit cards to give their information. Wilder Michael is hoping the police will be able to track the passenger. A day and a half after the alleged incident, Wilder Michael is still trying to make sense of what happened. It's really bad. I realize there are people who need to be educated who think that way, he said. Uh, but he has a message for people. There are people who are not originally from here, but who are really Americans in their heart. Who love They love the system. They love the country. They have to protect the system here, he said. And they want to raise the, their kids peacefully with the, the existing system. They believe in America, so it's better to work with them than generalize them and attacking them. Mm-mm. This sounds like two things. Either this person was drunk, mm-hmm. which I believe they were drunk, because they probably picked him up on a little strip up there with all the bars on it, mm-hmm. um, and racist. Mm-hmm and if they were not drunk they was determined they wouldn't go pay for that bill uh well i don't think it's like taxes i think it comes out of your credit card no matter what oh okay okay so it's not the traditional taxi mm-hmm. yep uh you know what i think what there's another possibility care what maybe he is a secret muslim so, you know maybe maybe he caught one <laughs> around 9 20 uh well here's everything we know about the french uh the paris attacks um around 9 20 p.m central europe time a series of seemingly coordinated attacks broke out simultaneously across the city of paris by the time authorities were in control of the situation at least 132 people were dead with hundreds more injured uh here's everything we know so far about the attacks uh, the attacks centered around at least six spots, including several popular restaurants, a live music hall, and a football stadium. 
officials tell the new york times the assaults appear to be carried out by three coordinated teams traveling in back car black cars who are armed with assault rifles and suicide vests the night of horror rep- reportedly began at 9 20 p.m when a man detonated a suicide vest outside of stade de france i guess a stadium of the french or french mm-hmm. stadium right where the french president francois holland was uh watching the german and french football teams play according to reports the bomber had a ticket for the event but blew himself up after getting stopped by security a second bomb went off around 10 minutes later but did not cause immediate alarm inside the stadium where some attendees assumed that it was noise coming from firecrackers Particles so loud in there uh 9 a third bomb went off this time repeatedly reportedly near mcdonald's at the same time, approximately 9.25, gunmen began shooting uh, at establishments across the city. The first shots were fired at the 10th arrondissement, uh, where armed men inside a black vehicle killed at least 15 diners inside and around two restaurants, Le Petit Cambogne and Le Carillon. Yep. Um, it took us a while to register what happened. One woman who was dining around the corner and heard the shots ring out tells the New York Times, I looked at my phone and had many worried calls. This is one of the most densely populated areas in Paris. There is no place that is more full on a Friday night. This is a place where young people hang out. It was a hit at the soul of Paris. Uh, minutes later, at approximately 9.32 p.m., the same black car drove by Café Bon Bier in the 11th arrondissement. The gunman uh, inside the car reportedly killed at least five people before speeding off. At 9.40, the car had hit at least two more establishments, including La Belle Equipe, uh, where two gunmen reportedly exited the car, sprayed the outdoor dining area with bullets, killing at least 19 people. Nearby at the Comptoir Voltaire restaurant in the 11th arrondissement, a suicide bomber detonated a vest, reportedly seriously wounding at least one person. But the most deadly attack of all was centered at the Bataclan Concert Hall, uh, also located in the 11th arrondissement, uh, where more than 1,000 people were watching an American band called Eagles of Death Metal perform. Authorities tell the Times a third team of gunmen entered the theater around 9.40 p.m. and began shooting attendees indiscriminately for more than two hours. Two hours? At first we said, oh, it's a joke. The band is playing a joke. French celebrity Guinea Watson tells the Times, but then the shots kept going and kept going and kept going. Then we saw people were crying and the members of the band ran off stage. They didn't come back. And then I saw people screaming. And that's when I said, okay, we have to get out of here. Police finally regained control of the arena shortly after midnight, around 12.20 a.m. By that time, at least 89 people were dead inside. Wow. Of the alleged attackers, officials have identified the mastermind of the attacks a Belgian jihadist named Abdelhamid Aboud, okay, uh, who had, who's been tried, tied to several thwarted attacks, including the Paris high-speed train attack, an attack against the French church, and a plot to shoot up French police uh he is still at large other attackers were not so lucky french officials say one of the dead stadium attackers uh ahmad al muhammad a 25 year old man with a syrian passport who may have entered europe through greece along with a flood of refugees in october so i'm assuming that's where all this syrian hate shit is coming from because of one person of all these people that were involved another suicide bomber who detained uh who detonated at the Bataclan concert uh was injured was identified as 28 year old sammy amimor 
according to the ap he was a french native uh wanted on international arrest warrant and a man shot dead at the Bataclan concert was reportedly identified as 29 year old ismail omar mustafai uh believed to be from a town outside of paris called cor coroness i don't know how that's pronounced right he had a criminal record and was known to be involved in extremist islamic ideology uh turkish officials say they warned french authorities in 2014 and 2015 that mustafa posed the risk uh but did not hear back until after the attacks friday still authorities uh believe there are more attackers still at large according to reports french police launched more than 168 raids over the weekend arresting at least 28 people and placing under another 104 under house arrest the times reports the cops recovered 19 weapons including 19 handguns eight long guns and four heavy weapons as well as computer hardware mobile phones and narcotics in one home uh in the Rhone department france's interior minister mr casa nuave said the uh police found a kalishnikov assault rifle three automatic pistols ammunition and bulletproof vests officers obtained a warrant to search the home of the parents of one suspect where they found several automatic pistols ammunition police armbands military clothing and a rocket launcher all right over the border in belgium a full-scale manhunt unfolded in the small town of molenbeek a muslim-dominated community where a 26-year-old suspect named salah abdislam is believed to be hiding authorities believe he was involved in the attacks friday which his brother ibrahim reportedly died executing a third uh brother was re- reportedly detained saturday and later released uh officers clad in balaclavas um those are the uh the black uh like ski mask looking things mm-hmm. uh raided the town for hours during which time at least two small explosions were heard according to the ap at least seven men were arrested during the series of raids this weekend though some were later released belgian officials also reportedly are trying to determine if a man arrested last week with weapons in a gps program for paris was connected to the attacks damn german officials also reportedly investigated claims that an Alger- that an algerian man warned migrants that an attack on paris was imminent uh the the times has a comprehensive rundown of the known dead so far several foreigners including people from belgium britain germany portugal spain sweden and the united states were killed in the attacks an american student from california university in long beach nohemi gonzalez 23 died in the paris attacks she was spending a semester at straight school of design in paris valentin ribet a 26 year old lawyer was killed at the bataclan uh guillaume guillaume okay b de sheriff 43 a music critic at a french magazine and a father too was killed as well three employees from universal music france also died as did nick alexander a british citizen who was sold merchandise for the band um and Ariely de peretti the guardian also has a list of victims with some photos of profiles the reports are still rolling in one victim ludo bombas reportedly died throwing himself in front of a gunman outside of la belle equipped ludo threw himself forward to protect the girl and took the bullet other survivors have posted harrowing details on social media in a facebook post one woman described playing dead for more than an hour while the attackers continued to shoot people one pregnant woman apparently tried to jump from the building before she was pulled back to safety by a man identified only as sebastian another survivor says he was saved by his prosthetic leg he was on the floor legs bent and a terrorist kicked his leg to see if he was dead um oh and because it's fake wow my dad's daughter valentine 
uh reportedly told euro news my dad gassed a little bit the man did it again twice or three times what happened next the man stopped beside him he fired shots just 30 centimeters 12 inches from my head um aftermath france immediately declared a national emergency the first since 2005 the military's troops are currently patrolling the capital calling an attack an act of war the country launched full-scale airstrikes against isis operatives in raqqa on sunday a dramatic escalation of attacks on syrian militants and oil operations that began in september it is an act of war that was committed by a terrorist army a jihadist army uh daesh isis against france president francois holland said saturday it was an act of war that was prepared to organize a plan from abroad with complicity from the inside with it which the investigation will help establish the u.s is currently supporting the airstrikes but obama says obama has emphasized that a ground attack is currently out of the question uh currently the country is in its third and final day of national mourning and the public institutions like schools museums libraries pools food markets are still reportedly closed the city's main airport charles de gaulle is still open but has apparently been hobbled with significant delays man well yep that's uh the details because i i've been wondering what the hell happened there too and i was like nobody's really talking about how it happened so i was like let me read this shit so people can know um charlie sheen gave that interview and guess what guys he does have the aids mm-hmm. uh he has hiv actually um but um everybody knows that he's doing this to avoid the national Enquirer going into detail about his sexual exploits and his hiv positive status here's the problem um apparently his former sex partners plan to sue him over his non-disclosure of having hiv right right i said this yesterday i guarantee you he did not tell everybody there's no way in the world he told all those women and a lot of them possibly he had unprotected sex with so yes if they've probably got tested and you know got a got hiv or some of them might have full-blown aids depending on how many years ago this is um or either a lot of them are freaking out and going to get tested to see if they have aids yes yes you're asking for a law suit because you knew and it's against the law to sleep with people and not tell them um yep uh he reportedly had over 200 sexual partners um uh sheen's former goddesses natalie kenley and brie olsen who lived with him in 2011 uh kenley says she is currently hiv negative and does not believe sheen meant to hurt anyone but he did not disclose his status she does not plan to sue olsen a former porn star does have the most positive doesn't have the most positive things to say about her time with charlie she claims that she was miserable and waiting for their relationship to end before breaking down and leaving charlie's chaotic mansion reportedly olsen was shaken and upset when she appeared on the howard stern show following charlie sheen's health admission when asked when she learned of hiv his hiv status she answered right along with everybody else three days ago i guarantee you that's what happened with most of those women they didn't have any idea to this till the article broke she went on the ad i started getting calls it was right when everything happened in paris fox and everyone else started getting me at me in emails and even i wanted to blow it off thinking oh this is just another charlie thing yeah because when you date somebody like as crazy as him it's like oh this is just some you know yeah, every time he does something you get a call or email somebody wants to do an interview with you yeah 
she went on to say that she and charlie lived together had sex every day for a year yet he never told her that he had contracted hiv she says that the only protection they used was lambskin condoms i was living with him we were sleeping together every night he never said a thing ever i'm clean he told me i'm clean i'm clean i because i didn't want to use lambskin i wanted to use regular condoms i trusted him i had spoken nothing but positive things about charlie i've never said a negative thing i've never torn him apart in any way but i'm so upset i couldn't be more angry i'm shaking i've been crying to think that someone could do that to me i loved him he was my boyfriend in the years she spent living with charlie she recalled the sweating and other symptoms he had and that he he thought he had a brain tumor she also recalled a doctor coming to their home and them locking themselves away in another room he told her the doctor was there to administer his steroids Olson took an hiv test reading on air that she had not contracted the virus when asked what she planned to do considering non-disclosure of one status is illegal she told stern i haven't even thought about anything but all i know right now is because of him every time someone hears my name they will think of hiv right next to it right she said later adding he doesn't even value my life however sheen's lucky may luck may run out soon a prominent la lawyer says that six women are threatening to sue him for international um, for internet for intentional infliction of emotional distress fraud sexual battery and more the lawyer has meetings with at least four more uh now that the news is broken with 200 sexual partners the number is bound to grow of course the class action lawsuit yes Mm -hmm. Uh, of course i'm reading this off ball alert so there's comments v says fuck a charlie sheen i'm not happy the man is sick but how many passes does a drug addicted lifelong junkie and whole lover get how many people are known for their bad abusive behavior keeping gigs making millions off a tv show that mocks who they are in real life and not spending a night in jail who appears on tv with goddesses aka porn beckies between wives and call girls oh and the porn stars crying and shaking ain't that the norm for you my ass this country is screwed up we can't smoke in the privacy of our own damn car sandra bland but anyone pities the charlie sheens out here my ass <laughs> marie alice romaine says the white trash deserves to be thrown in jail for spreading this deadly disease hating ass terrell jones oh hot, lord hot off the presses <laughs> says i hope he defeats all these bitches in court because they knew he was fucking hookers and doing crack or meth 24 7 for the last 25 years i hope he did give these bitches that bug charlie sheen you tiger blood drinking motherfucker i'm hope i hope you keep winning <laughs> that hating ass terrell jones <laughs> he, does, he does have a point <laughs> he the best uh r kelly maintains that the rumors about how he likes underage girls are just that rumors Mm. Mm. okay you say so yeah if you say so so it wasn't a video Mm -mm. no i mean i know the video wasn't admissible in court but people saw the video r kelly yeah i didn't see the video but yeah you pissed on that little girl r kelly is on the press tour promoting his upcoming studio album the buffet and any journalist worth his what a name any journalist worth his what or her a buffet full of young things that you can get your hands on that type of buffet i guess hmm? so hmm? buffet of young things you can piss on sir that type of buffet 
what are we talking about here any journalist worth his or her salt will ask him to address the number one controversy that's played his career the idea that he was and perhaps still is fond of underage women that's what writer david marchese did in a piece for vulture during this discussion r kelly maintained the rumors are true do you have a sexual attraction to underage girls marchese asked that's a rumor that comes from the earth like all rumors what yeah that's a rumor that comes from the earth nigga don't everything the truth come from the earth where the fuck is supposed to come from i don't know but he act like people don't remember him marrying that little girl that's a rumor that comes from the earth like all rumors Mm -hmm. no it's not true i love women period if i was a celebrity people wouldn't be saying these things about me marchese then just be a broke nigga they talking about marchese then asked r kelly why a few people who were once close to him all came out and said that they think the singer has an affinity toward underage women i'm talking close people too like his brother ex-publicist a former friend and a personal assistant r kelly argued that all those people have an axe to grind with him all of them guys all those people have been fired by me if you're going to ask me these questions you have to make sense out of it it wasn't until after they got fired that they said these things r kelly said you know what's funny about that he does have a point not about it's not true because they told said it after i fired him um which we don't who knows if that's true right but the fact that they when they were making money off of him thought well his predilection for little girls eh, that's just cause of business as long as i'm getting my check yep so you because you didn't really care about them girls or their families and shit like that because they were brown r kelly then insisted that the marchies move on from the that marchies move on from the pedophilia controversy i got one life and i don't want to spend it talking about negativity i've moved on maybe you have it r kelly also insinuated that a lot of controversy was a result of the media kicking up dust about nothing since they need sensational stories to sell papers and ad space oh i hate niggas man i really that's my biggest like yeah y'all just making this why are we making it up about everybody come on that's a you lot went, of people that this shit never comes up around their right. names you were supposed to go to trial for this i understand the game get as much dirt as you can on somebody get it all together make it a real juicy so we can sell the papers i understand the job you guys had to do it's like yeah well how come we didn't fake any sex tapes by anybody else like mm-hmm. underage sex tapes how come you're the only one the only one dog there were definitely substantive allegations that deserve media coverage his marriage to Aaliyah, who was 15 at the time and the lawsuits filed against him by women who said their relationships with r kelly began when they were in their teens it's understandable why he gets annoyed we're talking about all that but these stories are not just lifeless rumors no they're not and yep that was uh r kelly says just these rumors mm-hmm. look at all these rumors can't take it no more Mm-hmm. you know how it is karen the rumors be just creeping up on a nigga mm-hmm. uh all right let's get into the segments um let's start with fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we read articles from all over the place and they uh make us feel terrible and we can score them zero to a hundred in intervals of 25 of how terrible we feel today's contestants everybody uh, i thought we already played this game well you were wrong 
uh mentally handicapped black worker rescued after four years of torture and enslavement by south carolina restaurant owners oh mm-hmm. that's right and it wasn't paula dean this time i'm glad mm-hmm. it had been covered in butter <laughs> two brothers in Horry county south south carolina are facing charges that they treated a mentally handicapped black employee like a slave for years beating and overworking the man who lived in squalor on the property owned by their restaurant according to the charleston post and carrier two charleston attorneys filed a civil suit on behalf of christopher smith who worked at the jane j cafeteria in conway for 23 years or was hideously abused and exploited from 2010 to 2014 the suit lists 14 counts against jane j owner ernest j edwards and manager paul bobby paul edwards and including false imprisonment discrimination exploitive labor practice and exploitative late exploitive labor practices Bobby Ed was 50, was arrested a year ago in connection with the case. Those charges are still pending. They still pending. I, that, I mean, I'm some Bobby Smarter shit, but listen, they, they thought, let's just bring back slavery. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know what costs less than minimum wage? Free. Slavery. Like, you know how yeah, people that's, like that's how i feel when people go minimum wage to say like, yeah you 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 would you would do free if by law you could but the law said you got to pay so you'll pay them something slavery the audacity somewhere paula dean is like i can't believe i didn't think of this um last october smith was rescued when social workers received a tip from an anonymous source who expressed concern for the man's safety attorneys mullen mccleod and david ayler uh said that the while civil suit cannot change the past or rectify the harm done to smith hopefully it will bring about positive change in the future so it's not even a criminal suit uh the post in the courier explained that smith worked at the edwards brothers business for more than two decades but it was when bobby took over as manager in 2010 that smith's situation turned ugly smith was routinely called the n-word according to the suit he was savagely beaten with a frying pan hot tongs butcher knives belt buckles and fists he worked 18 hour shifts monday through saturday and 11 hour shifts on sunday with no breaks receiving little pay his total wages earned for the year added up to less than three thousand dollars Woo! and what did um what did the other employees there do was he the only employee did no other employee know that this was happening i feel like everybody's complicit in this especially if they saw it any of this abuse the complaint at uh, against edward said that smith was often abused on the job dragged into the walk-in freezer so he could be heard screaming in terror and pain by other employees and begging his abusers not to kill him smith told social service workers that he was too afraid to run away and leave his job and at the j and j cafeteria because he believed edward's brothers would hurt him even worse or murder him when he wasn't at work smith lived in a filthy cockroach infested apartment owned by the edwards brothers the lawsuit describes Smith's living conditions as subhuman. McLeod and Ayler report, reported that when Smith was examined by medical professionals, he was covered in scars and other evidence of prolonged brutal abuse. He was targeted for abuse by the Edward brothers because they said he is black. Yep. Zero to a hundred, Karen. All right. So that's a hundred guys. Karen is whispering mad. Um, let's see uh how about this one this is uh oh wait no nah, that wouldn't take too long how about 
this one speaking of spirit airlines kicking people off mm-hmm. um we talked about them kicking off some muslims well spirit six passengers allegedly got kicked off spirit airlines flight for being black oh i'm never riding spirits flights well that's the spirit they won't six. get my money kicking muslim off and kicking black folks off that's one way to get me not to fly well, that sounds like they don't want your money or uh, you on their planes apparently they don't it sound like a mutual dis- decision I, I, i'm trying to we we both on the same page spirit you don't want my spirit Developing on your planes and i ain't coming on board a flight at lax several passengers had to be removed from a plane and they're making strong claims cbs 2's tom wade is live at lax where he come on now you can do this just spoke to the upset travelers Tom and Pat a total of eight pa- well, take your time there's no need to write the rush through it oh yes yes passengers were told by witnesses were told to leave the plane escorted off by police oh and these passengers say it was because of their skin color I'm really humiliated just for the simple fact that, um, you know, you hear about this type of stuff happening in America, you know, discrimination issues and stuff like that, but to actually experience it firsthand. A group of African-American passengers on Spirit Airlines say they were singled out and kicked off of their plane because of their skin color. Now we have witnesses that this man wasn't causing any kind of problem. We have the flight attendants being rude. This is cell phone video of the passenger who was the first to be escorted off the plane by officers. The witnesses we spoke to say he was forced off the plane by police after a white flight attendant accused him of being a threat. It all started with confusion over a seat, which the passengers claim was double booked. The flight attendant proceeded to tell the man that he must switch because it is his assigned seat, so he must take his assigned seat. And he said, hey, if the lady isn't asking, you know, to move, why move? He said, sir, you must get up and move. He got up. They told him one time he got ready to get up and move. And the flight said something, said something smart out of his mouth. And the guy said, I'm not talking to you. Don't talk to me. And after the guy said that, he said, well, sir, you need to get off this flight. These couples say other passengers, including themselves, started to question flight attendants and why the man was kicked off. Police were called back, and three couples, all black, were escorted off the plane by police. It was more than just us having a conversation. Why is it that, what, six black people get kicked off the plane? This was flight 868 to Dallas. The passengers we spoke to still have not been rebooked, don't know how they're going to get home. We also reached out to Spirit Airlines late tonight. They have not responded. Reporting live at LAX, Paul and Pat, back to you. Yeah, so the black people spoke up because they saw some racism, and all the uh, all the people that spoke up got kicked off too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, zero to 100, Karen. Oh, a hundred and spirit is like I think they give like they have like a lot of uh, discounts and you I mean you can fly you know really really cheap, mm-hmm. but that's not that, that's that's not worth dealing with racism. Just just pay a little bit more, y'all. Pay a little bit more. ABC responds to a petition to have Raven Simone removed from the View. Oh, that's not happening. She there to stay, honey. Uh, yeah, that's basically what they said. Uh, so mm-hmm. zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, that's that's zero. Yeah, she there to stay. She her talking crazy. Get get people get the ratings. No, nobody. Then nobody know what the fuck the view was. So she got to talking dumb. So. Mm-mm. All right. Well, um, I was gonna read the petition and everything, but I guess. Uh, ain't no ain't no reason to. They say we support her. We love Raven. She's confident, genuine, opinionated. All the qualities that make her a great addition to the panel. Yep. I mean, that's exactly what they want. That's why of I don't course. watch the view. Nope. <laughs> you know yep nope low low information people watch the view yep um 
uh so what'd you get that one oh that one get a zero because uh, zero. Yeah. okay yeah i give yeah. it 25 still a little fucked with uh raven simone on student dragged by police officer you gotta follow the rules mm-hmm. that that sounds yeah that's that sounds about right yeah. for her mm-hmm. so yeah oh my goodness that's crazy hey everybody hey Ugh. they always had the worst sound all those people always talking at the same time uh, on the show, the view. You follow, let's move on to the next topic. A South Carolina deputy is being investigated after a viral video um, of him went berserk. She, he's yanking a female high school student down to the ground from her desk, and he's being assigned to other duties during the investigation. And Brian, what did you say that's happening? The FBI is now investigating. Really? Yes. Wow. The FBI is investigating. First of all, I He's think we heard about the story. The girl was told multiple times to get off of her to phone. get off the phone. There's no right or reason for him to be doing this type of harm. That's ridiculous. Never but at the same that, time, you got to follow the rules in school. First of all, why are there cell phones in school? This shouldn't even be a problem to begin with. Raven says the person who probably didn't even go to goddamn. She probably ain't school. spent a fucking day right. in an actual high school environment. Right, unless it was a fake environment. Right, like if it wasn't on a TV show, the fuck does she know about school? <laughs> right, she probably got homeschooled. And he should have been acting like that on top of it. But Raven, this guy was known in that school. They called him the Incredible Hulk. He convinced amongst students, though, but amongst the administration, they had just given him a award for being a role model. No, they had actually he had gotten in trouble before for already yeah. laying his hands. Oh, on Oh, you're not gonna be there too much long, lady in the blue. Oh, uh, I feel so bad for the lady in the blue. Right? Yeah, yeah. She ain't gonna be there too much long when she start talking them facts. They're gonna drive her nuts with that. I, I give her maybe a year and a half, two. Yeah, well, you're the person that reads the articles on The View. You don't last long. Nope. Ask Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Don't ask Rose, Rosie Perez. They get the fuck out of here because that's, you're, you're actually reading and going over and enlightening yourself. So when people say dumb shit, you're correcting them. And the audience ain't there for the fact, for that, for fact. They're there for the stupidity. Yeah, drive you crazy for being a role model a role model who beats the student well, call him the i don't care help. what award they gave him but yeah. yeah still it's i mean the girl was yeah also yeah i like i like that like well they gave him an award did you just see what the fuck he did on the video or right, not you ignoring all that what about that makes him look like a role model to you if it was cam newton doing pelvic thrust you'd be writing letters to the ta- to the paper yes you would it's obviously like not following the rules but you <laughs> cannot lay your hands on someone i mean maybe even in jail but even on beyond scared straight which you know is a show i love My they t- never hit the kids like they that can't. he was actually sued for false arrest ex- excessive force and battery in 2007 after a couple accused him of manhandling him he has a record and he's still hired but at the same time get off your phone I, you I, are in I, school I get off your phone well, well that's the thing friend. too it's, it's- oh my god that's disgusting that's disgusting man at the same time get off your phone like there's that i bet her parents don't even never even whooped her for her to be talking like it's okay to do any of this you know what i mean like when you was on the phone what you expect to happen not that nigga not Not that get off your phone it's get off your phone but it doesn't seem that young people and it just seems a little bit more prevalent now that they have that respect for authority and i think a lot of it comes from 
the home if the parents aren't demanding respect, if the parents aren't bringing their kids up right. That is true. They expect the teachers and they expect the administrators to instill values. That's your job as parents, okay? But you also should not beat students. Like, it's no, Come on now. Right. You know what's funny too about that is the privilege that a lot of people speak with when they say stuff like that's the parent's job we don't know what her parental situation is right. we don't know you know what i mean like when kids act out at school a lot of times they are having trouble at home mm-hmm. and it's not just laziness like oh the parents expect the teachers to raise them sometimes it's actual dysfunctional issues and especially when it's black kids it's swept under the rug or seen as a failure of black pathology like we just don't raise our kids we don't do enough we don't do this but when it's white kids it's seen as a special snowflake situation where it's like well let's get this kid some counseling we need somebody to talk to him like when when a black kid is acting out they call the police when a white kid's acting out they call the school counselor and it's you know and it's statistically proven time and time again that it becomes a a a prison pipeline for for kids that discipline with uh, have discipline issues in school even the things that they call discipline issues uh for black kids are different yeah and you can be uh in it it actually starts as early as preschool and elementary school you know uh, uh i think i don't know if we read an article but parents would talk to each other and their child got suspended and their child got time out for doing the same fucking thing yeah uh all right karen we got time for either ball alert or guess the race what you want to do let's do guess the race all right now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for the guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all across the globe and we ask our contestants today in the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right um number one an arkansas judge is accused of coercing young men into sex in exchange for lighter sentences what that's right uh and the picture they have of him looks like the most Ah, creepiest ah! his picture when i when y'all see the picture the picture looks like he's going you know i wouldn't mind getting my dick sucked but i just defend it oh my an arkansas judge was accused of targeting young caucasian male litigants and using his position to offer them lighter sentences in exchange for sex the state judicial discipline and disability commission said in a statement on tuesday the district judge joseph volkman would not only offer substitutionary sentences to men appearing before him in court but also hand out lighter fines and sentences to them compared to women charged with similar offenses wow yeah the one time being a woman in the courtroom didn't help the commission well other than of course every sexual assault case ever uh the commission Uh said that bookman would target men between ages 18 to 35 and would have them do quote-unquote community service by picking up cans either along local roads or at his house at his house at his house we doing home visits picking up that can i know the motherfuckers like i don't want to pick up no more cans man once that a group complaint said that the judge would take pictures of their buttocks and as they bent over to pick the can pick up the cans 
multiple male litigants have been photographed by bokeman during these community service type sentences the complainant said bokeman maintained these photographs of male litigious buttocks in his home for his own personal use so he would jack off to him According to Arkansas Tom Bogman is accused of carrying out those illegal arrangements since 2009. A man mentioned in the statement uh, said that the judge paid himself paid him to allow him to be photographed in the nude as well as clothed. Also, removed pornographic images from Bogman's computers. Uh, the commission's complaint stated on informa- on information and belief that Bogman had pictures of underage boys on his computer, which will lead to it being searched the judge is also accused of giving money to lawyers and law enforcement officials who appear before him as well as to the court itself for litigants who can carry out his substitutionary sentences or with whom he had personal relationships oh so they would talk them into doing that yep they need to go to jail too yes they do bogman had 30 day has 30 days to respond to the allegation however the group does not have the authority to suspend him from the bench the commission's executive director well, is David, elected position i guess not i guess i don't know probably judges typically are elected right uh david sashar said that he has not ruled out asking the state supreme court to suspend him if he does not agree to step down the times reports that bokeman is not running for re-election next year guess the race of mr joseph bokeman he uh, better not be running for re-election ready to pick up some cans you guys pick them white abercrombie and don't snitch white oh, <laughs> white white he had a special gavel only black thing he skeeted on was his robe white oh it's good to be king white sex with prince in the studio white judge, <laughs> judge in arkansas white the correct answer is white <laughs> man that's the one time i mean i guess in that case it still was helping him to be white kids in prison i mean he ain't want fuck no black ones i guess if he ain't want to fuck you you just get the full sentence Damn uh three day, three years in jail i know black people going behind these white boys must have been so mad mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna have to take an adjournment to my chambers with the defendant then he comes back he's like uh mm, that'll be uh 30 days community service for the murder and rape of a of a dog of a dog and a small child uh campers up up next we have a black person that stole a candy bar life in prison all right let's go to the next Uh one uh this woman has been found guilty of jaywalking uh that'll be 15 years in prison uh-huh Mand- mandatory hard labor send her straight straight to the underground prison right. just get her the hell out of here not even gonna set bail straight to jail. yeah now in the case of cody chestnuts mm, i'm gonna need to have a little journey uh adjournment real quick um, i'm gonna need to talk to the suspect in my office so, okay come on defendant uh, no no you can leave the cuffs on come on down to the <laughs> come on down to the back god damn the goddamn rapist judge uh all right here is the next one in east texas were all found murdered in two different scenes now one of those victims was a child and authorities say they have arrested the man they believe oh let me rewind this i think we missed a part let's see i'm not get this to six campers in east texas were all found murdered in two different scenes now one of those victims was a child and authorities say they have arrested the man they believe killed all of them 
Their bodies were discovered in a campground near Palestine, Texas, in Anderson County. It's about 100 miles east of Dallas. Fox 4's Richard Ray has the details from the Anderson County Sheriff's Office. Rick. Heather, this mass murder has clearly rattled neighbors and law enforcement personnel. These are men hardened by years of dealing with crime who are struggling now to deal with one of this magnitude. When you have a total of six deceased, it's, it's unfathomable. We've never seen anything this big. I mean, it's like a horror movie. When you have six, and then when you have a, a small person involved, a child. As night fell Monday, Anderson County Sheriff's deputies were still securing the sprawling crime scene on two adjoining properties northwest of Palestine, near the small town of Tennessee Colony, the house where the murder suspect was arrested, down the road, a pond where four bodies were discovered earlier in the day, including a child's not a mile from where two bodies were found in a trailer Sunday morning. After deputies got a 911 call from a woman who'd witnessed the carnage and escaped it, hiding in the woods for hours. Apparently he did not see her run away, and she was able to hide, thank God. A man and a woman were found in a travel trailer with gunshot wounds and other injuries. The cause of death has not been released for the four victims found in the pond. Monday, 33-year-old William Mitchell Hudson was arrested at his mother's home. The witness told deputies that Hudson had initially come to the campsite to help pull out a vehicle stuck in the mud, then stayed around to socialize with new neighbors who bought the property next door about a year ago and had come to camp, two families related by marriage. What triggered the murderous rampage? Still a mystery. He is someone that we, we kind of stayed away from, tried to. Jonna Satterwhite lives just down the road and went to high school with Hudson. No, he's just, he seems like he's been very confrontational here lately, and he had gotten in trouble, you know, just a couple weeks ago. We have dealt with him with assaultive behavior before, um, but nothing of this magnitude. Hudson was arrested without incident, but is not cooperating. He's being held on a murder charge and $2.5 million bond. Sheriff Taylor says some of his deputies are struggling with what they've seen and crisis counselors have been called in to help. It's horrific, and we've never seen anything quite this like this. You see it on TV, you think it happened somewhere else, but it's never happened here. Sheriff Taylor is not ready to release the names of the victims, though some have been released by a TV station, at least one of them in Tyler, and they're popping up on social media. He did tell me that some of the victims are from Midlothian and from Hillsboro. Again, Five males, including one child and a female. Heather? Rich, live tonight. Thank you. Yo, this motherfucker was killing campers like he was Jason. Right. That's why when folks ask me, you go, I don't want to go fucking camping with you. Don't ask me no more white people. No, I don't go camping. That was him, basically. It was that. Yeah, I'm not going outside. I think people Mm-mm. was people was in that oh wait did i freeze uh let me refresh real quick because i think our camera froze um but yeah people was probably in the camp or in cars and stuff on makeout point trying to get that last nut in no i just pictured like two people in a in the chevy in the chevrolet with the top down trying to make out and make out at lover's lane yeah that's knowing how the trope goes this dude slides up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ridiculous ass music. Uh, 
that she ran and fell down twist her ankle the disbelief reads white to me traumatized deputies everybody must be white he's hoping to get that judge from the last story (laughs) 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 now uh can you have the defendant do a little spin for me real quick okay yeah i'm gonna need to see him in my chambers okay we can (laughs) uh you can get off with these six murders for uh 30 days of picking up cans and some community service if you know what i mean uh i'm gonna need you to service the hell out that community though boy if you know what i mean i think you do ah zip here's the community get to servicing uh um he uh he was just misunderstood white blair witch white white they just they can't believe it white white travel trailer white the correct answer is and uh everybody seems to have gotten it mm-hmm. white man what everybody got some him he killed a little kid too right he was that's like, some jason shit i don't discriminate i don't even think jason killed the little babies mm-hmm motherfucker was just like i'm killing kids i'm killing them i don't give a fuck what the fuck is he thinking uh repeated request for sex led a woman to stab her husband in the neck oh a roseburg woman told deputies that she stabbed her husband in the neck with a knife late monday because he wouldn't listen to her protest that sex was too painful the woman said the 37 year old husband's indifference to her pain led to her taking his hunting knife and placing it under her pillow Ooh i mean she thought this out this this had happened before it, i mean assuming she's telling the truth right. i mean i would like to hear the victim side of the story right because you know, the only sometimes the abusers are the ones to make the paper and then they're like yeah you know he just uh wouldn't i have sex or you know or like that dude mm-hmm. she said another man's name during sex like so you stuck your hand in her stomach and cut it open and then ripped out her vagina that's valid like i don't think i don't trust your word sir (laughs) um but yeah she has she hid the knife under the pillow she had recently been diagnosed with a medical condition that causes pain during sexual intercourse but her husband ignored her discomfort Ooh, he must have been reading that blog trying to keep you from sinning it's a sin not to give me some it's like i am dying i don't care the lord don't want me to have this uh man what is that like who the fuck has sex with somebody where they're like i'm hurting and you just like oh well <laughs> too bad tough titty yeah it ain't me speaking of tough titties i'm gonna be tough on these titties Arr. yep well uh fuck that that's not sexy it's not it's not uh, <laughs> a lot of y'all some i'm like what kind of nfc do you fucking have i mean do you, do you just stick it in dry too i mean come on dog yeah like what what's sexy about being like yo she is about to cry oh oh just the best sex i ever had in my life right, she not enjoying this shit at all oh i think she's gonna stab me in the neck is that a knife oh man this is the best sex ever right. douglas county sheriff's deputies responded to the couple's home at 11 40 p.m when andrea r drennan 33 told him she wasn't planning to kill her husband but wanted to show that she could that he could not hurt me anymore man they stayed married too she said she wished she had hit him with a flashlight or other hard object instead but she feared he would have attacked her drennan was booked into the douglas county jail on accusation of first degree assault 
she's gonna be a hero in jail guess the race of andrea drennan chat room see what you guys think uh all right give you guys a second uh when she carves no in his neck he'll know white hunting knife white (laughs) signs of stark bolton knife still had pumpkin pie on it from dinner Aww. carved a padded pie when her husband <laughs> patty patty girl uh yeah called a padded pie did her husband black groovy tails with a white woman i didn't know i couldn't do that white 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 lady snap mayo the correct answer is white And uh, one person said black. Let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the point, double the race, and a bonus round against the race. So far, everybody's all over the place. Let's wrap this bad boy up um women caught on camera twerking and groping one was arrested oh one of two women caught twerking on camera and groping a man in dc convenience store have been arrested ayana marie knight of las vegas nevada was arrested and charged with third degree sexual abuse dc police are uh oh wait the incident happened in new york avenue new england northeast i don't know around 4 p.m october 7th new england really i think that's new england i mean it says it happened in washington i think it means northeast oh no (laughs) okay around 4 p.m on october 7 two women were seen on surveillance video twerking and inappropriately touching a man both are facing third degree sexual abuse charges Mm, that makes sense Uh, there is some video that is turning heads and dc police hope it will turn into two arrests they are looking for the women he's on the phone first of all he's on the phone he you can see him clearly backing away from the women right and they're just like nah you're gonna get this twerk right you know what they deserve to go to jail because that was vice versa people have a fucking fit yep the new york avenue northeast gas station convenience store yeah your first reaction might be to laugh at that footage but the cops are saying there's nothing funny about it show line says both those women facing no means no sexual abuse charges you okay bro we're seeing a lot right. of fresh comments about this incident online here at the new york avenue gas station where this happened though a lot of people are overwhelmingly upset I can't believe this type of mess going on there was shock there was right here and there were some laughs <laughs> this person says it caught him by surprise to see that women acting like that i mean you know normally it's men i think that's you know dishonorable disrespectful of a woman to to behave like that in the street if it was a man acting like that we'll be coming down on him. these are the reactions to surveillance video that clearly shows a woman shaking herself on a man and a second woman aggressively groping the man the male victim here not wanting anything to do with it the whole incident took place inside the food mart oh New shit northeast shelter. yeah he was she was really not taking no for answer he trying to move away she grabbing his dick the other girl putting her ass on him he's like hey hey get away from me he's trying to grab his phone off of him right on october 7th and not during odd hours either it was around four in the afternoon what the kids gonna look up and see when they see this and they come in the store wow this is terrible it's not clear why police released 
release the video over a month later or whether these women have been caught doing this before, but they are wanted now. Online, though, not everyone's taking it seriously because the victim is a man. I would be I would be really disturbed if that happened. But those at the gas station say man or woman. This is not the place. I mean, you're at a gas station. Come on. Well, he could have been very abrasive, could have shoved the lady across the counter. I mean, he could have been, and you everybody know, would have had very a disrespectful to them. But the fact that he actually handled it like a man, and I mean, I applaud him for that. If you recognize the two women in the video, police want you to call them right away. You could also possibly receive a reward if your information leads to an arrest. In Northeast, Stephanie Ramirez, WUSA 9. Now, police are taking this very seriously in the district. A third-degree sex abuse charge can carry up to 10 years in prison. You was uh, right, it did mean Northeast. Uh, all right, guys. Guess the race. Well, you know, can I read a lot of these, you know. Well, I'm getting good at it, I think. Uh, let's see the chat room, guess the race, see what they think. The last episode of the Parker's Black. Now investigators oh, in Alexandria are that's enough, buddy. The, of a... uh, the last episode of the Parker's ah. Black. <laughs> um, this is what happens when you can't go to Bella Noche no more. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg guns black, black twerking started a trampede, black. I trampede. <laughs> I got that gin in my system. Somebody gonna be my victim, black. Ruby tells black. Miley Cyrus couldn't go this far, black. The correct answer is, is black. black. Yeah, Every, you know, and that's just that whole a man can't be raped thing type of attitude man can't be sexually assaulted mm. because everybody so yeah he he should be happy if it was me man i would have did you know yeah because if he'd have put his hands on them or pushed them away everybody would have a fucking fit and no mm-hmm. he would have no longer been the victim they would have been right But I just came over to watch a movie. A man cuts his mate's nose off with a sword. Oh shit! Attention, dude, bros, do not try this at home. A shocking video has captured the moment a drunk man accidentally sliced his mate's nose off with a sword in a party trick gone wrong. A group of party goers can be seen watching two drunk men. Uh, one of them bent backwards, what appears to be a long sausage in his mouth. The other is next to him swinging a sword to cut the sausage. and instead of the sausage he cut his nose crowd looked at hard as a sword swinging man accidentally catches his mate's nose the victim's nose is barely left uh, attached uh photos of the group of them aftermath have been posted on the internet but are too disturbing to publish here yep even your friends playing with swords it's not a game Mm-mm. all right guys we'll be back tomorrow to review the walking dead uh but until then make sure you take your black ass to tweetaudio.com and use code tbgwt till then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>